0: joined by the head coach of the Central Rebels, Corey Schweiss, in his 20th season at the helm of the football Rebels. And coach, a season coming up quickly, now only 24 days away from night one at the time of this recording. But before we look ahead, let's look back at last year. And and how do you analyze last year at this point closer to the, the next season? And what can your team learn from last year?
1: Well, you know, we've got a lot of guys coming back. So, obviously, uh, you know, they, they learned a lot. Uh, you know, anytime you play 13 football games in the previous season, you, you expect those guys to, to learn a lot. You know, hopefully they retained a lot. It seemed like over the summer they did. Um, you know, we, we played in some big ball games, the two games against Valley Catholic and, and the Cardinal Ritter game, you know, a couple times against St. Jen and the Farmington game. So we had some pretty big games on the schedule. Obviously, the Cape Central game and Popper Bluff games were were pretty big games as well. So uh, we had a lot of meaningful football games last year, and I thought we got a lot better as the season went on. I also thought, uh, you know, we got healthier as the season went on last year, which was a big uh, contributing factor probably to the district victory that we had. But, uh, you know, it was disappointing the way it ended, and we felt like we had a shot against Cardinal Ritter, and hopefully uh, that taste is still in the guys' mouth that are back this year. And, uh, you know, it seems like they've worked really hard to uh, hopefully get back to that spot
0: again this year and maybe uh, have a different outcome. You mentioned the the players having the amount of games that they played last year under their belt. Well, the juniors and seniors on this team have a lot of games under their belt. Is that changed the way that maybe they lead a team coming up for this season?
1: Um, I don't know if it really changes anything that as far as the way they lead. Uh, I know it kind of changes the way that we do as a coaching staff because um, you know we didn't really do a whole lot of team oriented stuff this summer just because we. You know, staying healthy was probably the biggest key. We didn't feel like we had to learn a lot about our guys. We kind of already knew what we had. Um, you know, so in that aspect, we we just try to, you know, be very light with them uh, this summer. Um, but with that being said, you know, Kaysen and, and Job have had, you know, they, they've been starting since they've been freshmen. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of experience on the football field. Um, so we expect big things out of these guys, there's no doubt. Um, you know, I don't know exactly where we're going to end up yet as far as classification if we end up in class three um you know you know i feel like we'd probably be one of the favorites coming coming into the season so uh, our kids have high expectations our coaching staff has high expectations i think our school and our community have high expectations so um we're all looking forward to the season there's no doubt about it
0: have you noticed a chip on the shoulder of any of the seniors this year um not
1: really uh you know i think uh you know, I think that you know obviously there was a lot of disappointment um but you know when you play that late into the season you know they don't really have that much time because all those most of those guys played basketball or, or wrestled or something so you know as soon as they were done playing on a Saturday they were already at a practice Monday of of another sport so they didn't have a lot of time to dwell on that and then honestly our kids are so busy in the summer with playing um you know multiple sports you know you know they're football for a while they're basketball for a while they're baseball for a you know a weekend or whatever so they you know we really haven't had a lot of time honestly it's just the nature of high school sports there's just not a lot of time to dwell on on the past and um you know i think that's a good thing whether you win or lose you just, just got to move on uh you know we say goodbye to our seniors i think the seniors that graduate dwell a lot more than the the ones that are still playing but um uh, you know i think our you know we have a a good crop of seniors and uh you know, I think they're chomping at the bit to, to you know, prove people to prove to people that, uh, you know, this year would be a little bit different than past years.
0: The success that uh, maybe some of the players that also were on the, the baseball and basketball teams had last year, could that carry over into the football season this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think our sports programs at Central have been, you know, successful no matter what sport it is. I think it's just kind of a nature of the athletes that we have coming through our school right now. So it doesn't really matter what sport they're playing. Uh, you know, even the track team with Cannon Harlow and, and uh, Hakeem and all those guys, you know, Caden Casey, you know, doing all those things. Um, you know, we we have a lot of good athletes. We have a lot of good kids. And, and when you mix good kids with good athletes, you usually have good teams. And, and that's kind of where we're at right now. So I think, um, you know, the success they've had in every sport, uh, including football, but uh, in the other sports as well, can't do anything but help.
0: Coach, we know Joe Bryant. We know Casey Murphy. We know several players that have been really impactful, not just last year, but even the year prior. But give give us about two or three players that we should look out for this year.
1: Well, I think Keenan Harlow kind of came into his own last year, and I think he was kind of one of those guys that um, – Going into last season, no one really knew a whole lot about, but, uh, you know, by the time we were midway through, I think everybody kind of had a feeling of him. Sammy Callaway was another one, I think, that kind of, um, you know, not for us, but a lot of people didn't know who he was going into the season. But, um, you know, he's an absolute beast. Um, and then Nathan Weinhold's another one, um, you know, offensive and defensive lineman guy that's, you know, six four six five, 6'5", very athletic that I think this year's, you know, he started for us last year, but he was kind of, you know, hidden by all the other talent that we had. But I think this year he'll kind of step out of the shadows and, and really uh, make a name for himself. Um, you know, Logan Murray's another one that, that, you know, he's a three-year starter for us now at center, so we expect big things out of him. You know, that position, those positions on the offensive line a lot of times don't get recognized as much as they should. But with uh, Weinhold, Murray, and, and – uh Uh, callaway all coming back we feel really good about the offensive line and then you know a lot of people know a lot about our skill skill players uh jackson jones was you know first team all state linebacker um and he was hurt you know for four games last year so um He's going to he's gonna be an integral part of our offense. Caden uh, Casey, I think, will step out of the shadows of a lot of those guys from a football uh, perspective because we didn't really have to rely on him much last year because we had so many other weapons. But he'll be more of a focal point, I think, of our offense and, and defense this year. So, um, you know, Barrett Henson's a kid that, that uh, you know, I think uh, – I, I don't know how to explain exactly what people are going to get because – I know from a football perspective, I don't think they know a whole lot about Barrett, but he, he's he's going to be phenomenal. Listen, we've got we've got four secondary players. Um, you know, Braden Barry moved over from Farmington, so we've got uh, Braden Barry, Caden Casey, uh, Casey Murphy, Joe Bryant. Our secondary, all seniors. We're moving Cannon Harlow from the corner position to to the outside backer position, well, the nickel position, which Ty played last year, and those five are all seniors, and they can all fly. So. Um, we are going to be extremely fast, and Barrett Henson will play the will linebacker position, so that will be opposite cannon. and With those six guys in our backfield, defensive backfield, I feel like it's probably the most athletic we've ever been. Um, and that's saying something because we've had some pretty good teams, and, and I don't think it's going to be – I think it will be hard-pressed to find anybody as athletic as that. And then with Jackson anchoring in the middle and those guys up front, I think um, defensively – we may be a handful for teams but again uh, the biggest thing for us is to stay healthy because we're not very deep Um, we're going to have a lot of guys playing two ways so we're going to have to be in pretty good shape Um, you know our younger guys are going to have to get some valuable reps hopefully uh, later on in games and in JV games and and hopefully uh, be able to step up and uh, if we have injuries and we need those guys to fill spots hopefully they'll be able to do that later in the year.
0: How do you keep a team fresh later on in the season when a lot of the players are playing both offensive and defensive time
1: well i'll be honest we we do not hit much in practice um we uh we kind of keep it uh i mean i don't even pass out practice pants anymore honestly we we kind of shell everything it's a lot different than it was you know 20 years ago when i started even 10 years ago um it's it's changed a lot um we just don't have as many guys and and we're more i think we're more cognizant about keeping the kids um you know fresh as far as from injury i mean but then you're you weigh that line it you weigh that that line of are they going to be in game shape because if they're not getting to play full games because you know you got this big lead at halftime and you're taking them out you i thought we noticed that the first time we played valley last year it was the first time we really had to play um four quarters of football and and we were just gassed in the fourth quarter and and uh, so we really focused on that the last five weeks of of conditioning them a little extra harder it's easier to condition them though know, in october and november <laughs> than it is in in august and july because you know you got to worry about the heat i mean it's you know there's some weeks it's just ridiculously hot and you gotta you can't you can't be stupid about it you can't um uh, he can't just run them to death so um it's hard it's hard and and i've told coaches i said you know i would i would lean on the on the air of judgment as far as um you know if we have to lose a game early in the year just because we want to keep kids safe um i'll do that um i don't think that'll happen but um I, I do think we will we will need uh, to play four quarters in some games this year because we've got a pretty tough schedule. But at the same time, uh, you know I think our kids are pretty pretty resilient. And I think they'll be able to handle it.
0: What goes into making the schedule? Knowing that most coaches and most teams want to play a tougher schedule, but then with how good your team has been, is it difficult finding teams that are that might be. Tough for your team.
1: Well, <clears throat> I think making a football schedule is probably the toughest thing in, in that that I do as a coach because we, we schedule two years out in advance, so we're really scheduling when our freshmen. We're basically scheduling games for our freshmen when, and you don't really know how they're going to mature yet. So, like when Job and Kason and Cannon and these guys were freshmen, um, you know, we didn't know. I thought it was a good group, but I didn't know how good, and I knew you know we had. You know, that group with Deshaun and Jet Bridges and that group, a couple uh, classes ahead of these guys. Um, so we had scheduled up for them because we knew they were going to be pretty good. And then I didn't know how good these guys were going to be when they're freshmen, but I thought they'd be pretty good. So we scheduled up again. Um, but it, it's hard because teams do not want to play you because of how good you are. So you're looking at – when you are looking at scheduling good teams, It's it's the – you know, it's the Jacksons of the world, and, the, and it's hard to find the teams that are like you. It's either they're way better than you, or they're not near as good as you. And it's hard to find those teams that are just comparable with you. And we found some games like that with uh, like getting Cape Central and Papa Bluff right now, and MICDS the cycle before, and now that Valley's in our conference, it helped us schedule. Um, but. You know, it is. And, and I'm, you know, the next cycle, it's going to be different. We're, we're scheduling for some groups that aren't as talented. Uh, I'm not saying that they're bad, but they're just not as talented as what we've had. So, you know, we're trying to get teams now to play us that we wouldn't have probably gotten the last four years and – it 's hard because they don 't see that they see the guys that you have currently, and they don 't know what you have in the freshman class, so in the eighth grade class so um, you know it's hard to, it's really hard to schedule for those younger guys because you know they 're going to have to play some tougher teams just because of the people that came before them so um but you know it is what it is and as coaches we have to coach them up and you know I, I don't ever think it's a bad thing to lose a football game i don't think it's ever bad to lose a sporting event because i think you learn a lot when you lose i think uh there's a lot of life lessons to be learned when, when you lose there's there's a way to lose um you know and, and some kids have trouble losing and i think some adults have trouble losing some fans have trouble losing and Losing is not a bad thing. It's, it's, we are in this business to teach. We're in this business to, to be role models for kids. And, and I think sometimes the best lessons are learned from losing. Um, but, None of us like to do it. So there's a fine line there. So uh, we just have to put it in perspective and and know that it's not the end of the world when we lose a football game and and we move on and and try to get better from it. And I thought we I thought we learned a lot last year from that first Valley loss, because as tough as it was, you know, we got that redemption. and, And and I think the kids learned a lot from that football game.
0: Coach, I'll wrap it up with this, and I'll kind of put you on the spot with this question. And I think I asked it to you two years ago when I was at the MICDS game that you guys played. But with the amount of seniors you have and the success that they had the last couple of seasons and the success they want to have, one, is this, is this the year for them? Is this like the year that you know they want to go all in, you want to go all in? And two, what are the keys to, to make this season the year?
1: Well, I, I feel like if we stay Class 3, this needs this would be one of our best chances. I mean, we've had some good chances. Uh, you know, in the last 15 years, I feel like, you know, we've been in the quarterfinals eight times or nine times, whatever it is. And, and I feel like six of those eight or nine times, uh, we just were playing a team that was just quite a bit better than us. You know, I feel like, you know, last year, uh, as good as Cardinal Ritter was and as much as, you know, they dominated everybody else, I felt like we were – at the same level as them. And one of the John Burroughs teams, as good as they were, I thought I felt like we were on the same level as them. And then there was two years that we played uh, Lutheran South and, and Miller Career Academy. I thought those two years we we kind of let two slip away there. But um, the other ones, I mean, we just played better football teams. And, and you know, you get to that point, you're either going to play better football teams or you're going to play football teams about equal to you. So you're going to have to play your best football. And some of those games we didn't do that. And I think these guys uh, – expect to be there again i mean we can't look past our district opponents but uh, we expect to be there again and if we stay class three um you know with all the private big private schools in the city moving up to class four and and with valley catholic moving down to class two there may not be um you know that true powerhouse type team in, in class three which seems like class three always has so uh If we're fortunate enough to stay Class 3, because I think we're going to be right on the border of Class 3 and Class 4. If we're fortunate enough to stay Class 3, I think we have a legitimate chance of making a pretty good run. And I think, obviously, we always expect it no matter what. Um, That is the expectation of our program. Um, But I think uh, the expectations will, will seem more real, I think, is the word. Um, If we stay class three and if we're and if we happen to be in class four, then, um, you know, we'll we'll take that, uh, you know, we'll take that carrot and we'll run with it and hopefully give those teams like Hillsborough, North County uh, some good district games and hopefully be able to advance in class four. But um, we know we'll we'll know that the day of the Jamboree, I guess. But, um, you know, we're hoping and we're hoping to uh, have a better year as far as as far as that state run this year, uh, more so than in the past.
0: Coach, thank you so much. That's Coach Corey Schweiss. He's the head coach of the Central football team. The Central Rebels start their season Friday, August 25th, and they are? At uh, Poplar Bluff.
1: At Poplar, at Poplar Bluff. Poplar Bluff. That's yeah.
0: correct. Just wanted to test Coach Corey <laughs> Schweiss here. Uh, he's joining us on KFMO.